Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. I am coming to you this week from a new laptop, which I'm very excited about, uh, because podcasting the past couple of weeks has been a pain in the butt. (laughs) My last computer just kept shutting down, like in the middle of me talking, and so editing and recording the podcast itself became such a nightmare. So I'm excited that this week I will just get to talk and this will just keep rolling and I won't have to fix things afterwards. So I wanted to share with you this week about tennis elbow, particularly because I am experiencing a bout of tennis elbow, which is always just super fun to (laughs) be the person in pain. Um, I think the funny thing about being a physical therapist is sometimes you wish your knowledge would just heal Uh, whatever is causing you pain. And that's not really how it works, right? It's a good reminder for me um, for how sometimes as a patient, it's not super exciting to do the work that it requires to um, get past a bout of pain. So let me give you a little bit of background about tennis elbow. Um, The specific medical diagnosis of it um, is lateral epicondalgia. Um, And it used to be lateral epicondalgia epicondylitis, um, as I trip over my words there, uh, because we thought it was an inflammation problem. That's what itis stands for. And we're seeing it's probably more of a problem um, due to repetitive activity. Um, So I have seen tennis elbow with many tennis players, obviously, that's where we, that's where we get the get the term for it. Um, I find that tennis elbow happens for a couple reasons um, in tennis players. One, gripping the racket too tight. So if you're if you're gripping the racket really tight, you can see the muscle um, by your elbow that kind of protrudes out. That's the muscle that gets pretty irritated uh, during tennis elbow. So if you're gripping the racket too tight and for a really long time, it starts to fatigue that muscle out and that's and that's kind of what starts to cause the pain there. Um, the other thing that might happen in tennis is you're using your arm too much meaning that you're not using your full body, your core, your legs to generate power, and you're just using your arm to generate power. That can that can cause some irritation to the elbow. The other thing is actually hitting the ball late, meaning if you hit the ball behind you rather than out in front of you, you're putting a lot more load um, on your elbow because your wrist is kind of at a, at a funny angle. When you're hitting the ball out in front of you, you have length through your arm. When you're hitting it behind you, it's it's a little more crunched in, which then again increases the load to the elbow. And then the final thing that I see issues with and why tennis elbow pops up is just having improper form. Um, so one thing that comes to mind is that if you're a tennis player that slices a lot on the court and you're again not really lengthening your arm, your wrist can be doing a lot of movement, which ends up putting a lot of strain up on the elbow there. And then if you're not a tennis player, the thing that I see the most that causes tennis elbow is actually typing. So if you're at a desk and your um, wrist and your hands are kind of back, rather than having like a nice flat um, surface from your elbow all the way to your fingertips, that can start to irritate the elbow as well, causing 
tennis elbow. Uh, so the other caveat that I'll say here, and we won't go too much into this because this is a whole other topic, is sometimes neck issues uh, can refer pain to your elbow. So it might look like it's tennis elbow, but then it actually ends up being your neck that's the issue. And the only reason why I add this here is because some of the things that I'm gonna share about um, that you can do to treat yourself with tennis elbow um, won't really, you'll notice it won't really help um, if you're also having neck issues as well. So here are a couple of things that I find helpful with, um, with helping with your tennis elbow. So if you're currently playing tennis right now or, or you're typing a lot at your computer, that's something that can't really stop. <laughs> so essentially you wanna try to do things to alleviate the pain um, so that you can continue doing those activities. Uh, so the first thing would be trying to get some more rest time in and taking a break from the activities that you're doing a little more frequently. It doesn't mean to stop doing them. So if we're using the example of typing at a computer, let's say you've been typing for an hour straight, now would be the time to stand up, take a break, move around um, so that your muscles there get a little bit of rest. Same thing with tennis. If you're playing you know, for a bunch of hours on the court, make sure that you take you know, 15 minute, 20 minute breaks in, in there so that uh, the muscle has time to recover during sessions. Um, off the court or away from your computer, uh, one of the things that I like to do before I do any of my strengthening or mobility stuff for my elbow is actually add heat. So by heating up the muscle there, it increases blood flow to the area so that when you're doing like the strengthening and mobility activities, um, it improves your performance during those activities. And then if you want to use ice, I recommend using ice after the activity that you're that you've done. Now again, we're kind of seeing that this is not so much an inflammatory process that's going on. It's more of a repetitive um, use problem that's an issue. So ice might not always help this. I know for me personally, when I stick ice on my elbow, it just makes it really stiff and more uncomfortable. So I find that heat um, is a little bit better of an option for me. So before doing any kind of strengthening exercises, I recommend doing uh, soft tissue mobilization. So if you don't have a physical therapist or a massage therapist working with you uh, to help massage the elbow area, what I recommend actually is grabbing um, either a tennis ball or a yoga tune-up ball. And um, you would kind of press the ball into uh, the, the meaty part of your elbow into the wall and you'll roll the ball side to side and then also up and down. And then on top of that, once once you've done that for, for a couple of minutes, maybe, maybe like two or three minutes, you'll press the ball into the wall and move uh, your wrist forward and backward, side to side in circles there uh, to help with, um, particularly in the elbow, help that tendon glide better in its sheath. And so basically what that means is sometimes with tennis elbow, um, the tendon gets a little bit stiff. And so by adding movement to the muscle and the tendon there, it helps to decrease that stiffness and then ideally, hopefully, um, decreasing the pain. Then 
after doing some soft tissue work to that area, I recommend moving right into the strengthening activities that you need to do. So the most obvious one um, is doing wrist extension, which essentially means putting a weight in your hand, having your hand off the edge of like a couch or a table and pulling your hand back and then lowering the weight down. So I recommend using your opposite hand to help lift the weight up and then slowly lower, slowly lower the weight. Um, and so what this does is it helps to lengthen the muscle while strengthening at the same time. Most of the time, the issue with, with tennis elbow is that the muscle, it's not that it, it gets like really tight. It just um, is active in a shortened position. And so this type of strengthening exercise helps to strengthen it in a lengthened position so that um, the muscle starts to feel a little bit better and less sensitive. And then there's a couple other wrist uh, strengthening things that you can do. You can flip your, your palm up towards the ceiling, lift your, lift your hands up towards your nose with a weight. Um, you can have your thumb up towards the ceiling, lifting your thumb up, and then kind of flipping your hand back and forth to help strengthen all those muscles up around the elbow. And then moving away from the elbow, you actually want to start working on your shoulder strength and particularly the muscles between your shoulder blades. So things like rows, um, if you've ever seen over like a, a giant gym ball doing like I's and T's, um, and, and also like bent over rows. So anything that helps to strengthen the muscles between the shoulder blades is really helpful because it's going to take pressure off of the elbow and put more um, of the load when you're doing your activities into your shoulders. And this is particularly important in tennis, right? Because you just don't want to be using your lower arm in the sport. You want to be using using your, using your whole um, arm for it. And then the other thing is core strengthening. Um, so the more that you are strengthening up your core when you're doing um activities like hitting your forehand or doing your volleys, you can really take that movement from your trunk and um, displace the load from the elbow to your trunk. So doing rotational strengthening can be really helpful to deload the elbow, particularly in tennis. And then if you're having the problems because you're sitting at a computer, strengthening your core is just going to be helpful because you'll have better alignment when you're sitting. And when you have better alignment, then again, your elbow will be in a better position and you won't be getting uh, so much pain through the elbow. Now, the thing to know about strengthening is it does take time, right? So you might not see any strength changes for three to four weeks. And so it might take some time before the elbow is really starting to feel better. And then the final piece of this is mobility. So making sure that you stretch um, the muscles through your forearm to lengthen that muscle out, to desensitize the tissue there so that you're not getting any pain. And then also looking at mobility of your shoulders and your thoracic spine, your mid-back area, so that again, you can be a little bit more open in your posture, which tends to lead um, less stress to the elbow. Now, I've talked about posture before and how in some ways it doesn't really matter, and I, I still stand by that. Um, the thing is, is that when you are in a continued posture for a long time, that tends to be the issue. So you always want to be moving in and out of positions, um, and that's gonna that's gonna overall help your elbow health and just your overall health in general. So I hope this episode 
help to give you a better understanding of tennis elbow and how to take care of it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.